You know, one of the most easiest things to do, easiest thing to do, that's what I'm talking about today. <laughs> Hi, it's Barry turning the page. The easiest thing to do, I believe, is holding on to the hurt others have done. The brain just seems to retain it, doesn't it? And it's like keeping it and holding it tight as like a clenched fist. And perhaps it's some self-defense mechanism, you know, been there, done that, now I'm going to self-protect. The problem is that whatever we hold on can actually get a life of its own. Uh, one trauma coalesces with other traumas and makes connections that weren't there. And then current hurts connect with past hurts and our brain is off to the races, isn't it? It just, just kind of, ah, yeah, terrible. And then um, false conclusions can be made. And when those false, although when those beliefs join with other beliefs, we, we create a really powerful belief system uh, where our soul seems to just take up residence. You know, living freely and lightly just seems completely impossible under the weight of this pain and that's hand down upon our shoulders. Yeah, we have retained what we really actually needed to have let go of. And the longer we keep it and hold it, the deeper it digs into the neurons of our brain and the strings of our soul. Uh, what have you kind of retained in your container of heart, mind, soul? It could be good things, hopefully it is. You know, promises of God, uh, moments of delight, times when hope was fulfilled, all of which you have stored away and retained. But I believe that the brain has a negativity bias. We have this brain and it has this habit of being like a Teflon for the good and Velcro for the bad. And uh, that's something I learned from Rick Hansen. So, so we sort of cling on to the negative and it absolutely shapes the way we think. And so, so much so that we naturally look for the negative. And there was a time uh, when for the followers of Jesus, it must have felt like a giant rock roll of Velcro had spun around their lives. Uh, all the hopes had been crushed. Uh, the dreams had turned to nightmares. Uh, the miracle man, Jesus, the one with all the power, who'd walked on water and um, worked words into them that had exploded their lives with hope was now dead. He had been uh, brutally murdered and all of them had thought spirals that went back to when they had let him down. Uh, denied him of presence, of commitment. Velcro was winning over Teflon. Uh, what, what were they to do with this pain? What do you do with your pain? For the most part, I believe uh, we retain it uh, with, with, a, with a habitual strength like a piece of Velcro. But then... Uh, a resurrected Jesus walks into the room. He's got a wound in his side and there's uh, nail holes in his hands and feet. Uh, scars and scratches are all over his body. But there is something also um, mysteriously glorious about his new appearance. And he breathes on them and says these things. If you forgive the sins of any, 
they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Uh, look, they, those early believers, they had a lot of events to process. You know, the, the brutality of the mocking soldiers, um, the jeers of the crowd, the, the cries of pain and agony, it was still fresh in their thinking. Then there was their response, how they had walked away or had even betrayed Jesus. All of them had their um, burden of guilt velcroing to their brains. But Jesus comes with the direction to forgive and not to retain. Forgive others. Forgive yourself. Don't retain on or hold into yourself the hurts that you have done and those done to you by others. Forgive others, forgive yourself. The word retain in Greek is the word kratio, and it is an energy word, and it means to be strong or rule. It's used in this way. I am strong, mighty, hence I'm a, I rule and master prevail. I obtain and take hold of, I hold, I hold fast. I place under one's grasp, seize hold of, put under control. Can you sense the energy locked up in those definitions? I have a vast retaining wall just down the road from where I live. and was built many, many years ago, and it holds back the soil supporting a busy road. If it wasn't there, the earth would fall away and the road would collapse. But more so... It's actually a container or retainer of energy. The force of the soil and the water is held back. You know, it was designed by engineers to hold a specific weight capacity. You know, it's super strong. It's got massive posts. And it holds that energy, that the gravity pushing all that soil and water that just wants to spill it out. You see, I think I have a retainer in my body. It's this place in my heart where I have chosen to retain all the little and the big hurts. Carefully designed and built, <laughs> I store behind it so much rubbish. Uh, the things I could have got rid of years ago, I have hoarded away just in case I need them for future self-defense. But it's a rubbish dump. Festering experiences, pus-filled wounds, toxic waste. And I never want to go there. But I often do. And <laughs> go there and I pick over the past. What happened yesterday was just like what happened 20 years ago. So I merge the two with the 20. <laughs> this toxic waste leaks out into my everyday life. Look, if, um, Richard Raw said that if we do not transform the pain we will assuredly transmit it. And so this pain, it depresses me, it keeps me anxious. It has me on high alert for similar experiences and prevents me from dancing and freedom. It's, uh, it's Cinderella's ugly sisters who say you'll never go to the dance. Jesus at the start of his earthly ministry says these words, Are you tired? worn out, burned out on religion. Come to me. Get away with me. You'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. 
Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live lightly and freely. It's Matthew 11. Perhaps I've held on to things that I that have weighed my dancing feet down. I was always meant to dance freely and lightly. But perhaps the retainer I've created has held me back. Jesus points to this as a choice to hold onto or to let go, to retain or to forgive. And it's not easy when the hurt has gone deep. Some hurts, yeah, deep, deep, needs deep dislodging work before they can become free enough to be released. But you're never going to dance while you're manacled to a retaining wall. It takes careful and considered work to dismantle a retaining wall. There is so much rubbish and energy behind it that ripping it down would just cause downstream destruction. No, um, spirit works on the soul. It's always slow and steady and could be considered as an act of beauty and restoration in its own right. Little by little, uh, we dismantle the self-made retaining wall from the top down. Forgiving takes time and tenderness. It's a sacred act of self-hygiene, a purification of what has tarnished the beautiful cup. Only one who has forgiven all and not retained anything has the tenderness capable of helpiness. And Jesus steps into our brokenness and breathes life, life on us. Here's some quotes to consider. We can only live inside the flow of forgiveness if we have stood under the constant waterfall of needy, needed forgiveness ourselves. As long as we don't recognize and forgive faults in ourselves, we'll find an individual or group to project them onto. <laughs> Richard Raw. He condemned nothing in haste, and without taking circumstances into account, he said, Examine the road over which the fault has passed. Victor Hugo It is true that forgiveness is the most therapeutic fact in all of life. If it is true that forgiveness is the most therapeutic fact in all of life, then guilt must be the most destructive. We are simply not built for it. David Siemens to be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. If we really want to love, we must learn how to forgive. Oh, the previous one was C.S. Lewis. If we really want to love, we must learn how to forgive. Mother Teresa. Uh, forgiveness is a choice. You choose not to be held hostage in the present to the injustice that occurred in the past. Shirley Glass. Forgiving is not a single event, but a gradual process of increasing compassion and reducing resentment. Shirley Glass You forgive so that you can finally get rid of the excess emotional baggage that has been weighing you down and holding you back. So you can be free to do and be whatever you decide instead of stumbling along according to the script painful past experiences wrote for you. That's Dr. Sidney Simon and Susan Simon. Some questions. 
Think of a huge retaining wall near where you live. How much energy is contained behind that wall? Pushing against it. What, number two, what have you retained in your life that leaks poison into your thinking? Number three, why is it so hard to forgive? Hey, you might like to email me and talk about something that um, I shared in this this post. Uh, it's barry at turningthepage.co.nz. And if you want to read the post or uh, become a supporter of Turning the Page, there's uh, some links down in the show notes. But um, until next time, think about what you're retaining and what you need to let go of. Okay, bye.